0: What up, Craigs? Tallin here. Uh, Just chiming in because, look, you're going to hear a lot of talk about our quarantine brains not being very good right now. And uh, exhibit A, you'll quickly find, is that my audio came out a little weird. I think I just had the mic turned the wrong way. And uh, unfortunately, I never noticed it, so it does not get corrected. Uh, The episode's really good. But my sound is a little muffled, so I uh, just wanted to apologize for that. Hopefully, you'll still find it entertaining and listenable. If not, feel free to write in and we'll just, we'll, uh, we'll re record the episode. We'll, we'll take the script, we'll take the jokes, and we will repeat them on a better recording. But, uh, hopefully, it doesn't come to that. Anyway, uh, please enjoy a great episode of a show wherein my audio isn't the best, but, um, I love you, and I think it should be enough. All right. Enjoy the show. And we are in.
1: And we're in. And by in, we mean inside, as in we haven't left the house in seven weeks. Uh,
0: this, welcome to Craig's Essential Crisis. I'm Talon Bigelow.
1: I'm Sarah Thompson. And we're coming to you
0: live from, not live, and not really coming to you, but we're in your... <laughs> It's week, what week is it of quarantine now? It is a... It's
1: week, it's week eight, I think. I'm starting week eight right now.
0: You're ending month two of
1: quarantine! What a wild (laughs) time, friends. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. It's definitely gotten, like, last week I definitely just, my brain kind of gave up for a whole week, which is weird. I've never had that happen. But, like, all my work stuff was bad. Like, (laughs) I just lost track of days, there was things I was supposed to do that I just, I just didn't. I just didn't do them. And it like wasn't an issue because everyone was on that same page. (laughs) Because I was like, oh, I'm supposed to do this Thursday thing. I totally forgot. And it's getting in the way of this other thing. And now I have to do that first. And then my boss was like, oh my god, it's Thursday. And then I realized like she forgot things. Um, And then
1: you realized, were you trying to subtly reference the fact that we didn't uh, release an episode last week?
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, a little bit. Listen,
1: We're just going to say it. We're just going to say it. it. We're going to acknowledge the elephant in the room. You know what? Yeah, sure, we didn't release an episode last week, but what we did release was a live episode, which you can still find on Kickstand Comedy's uh, Facebook page and their Twitch page and our Facebook page uh, where we reposted it. You should check out the live show. It was an absolute blast. We had amazing guests. We had amazing panelists. Uh, You don't want to miss it. It's only up, I think, for a couple more days. I think
0: in... Till Saturday, and this is going out on Thursday. So, yeah, um, we had a lot of fun doing this live show with Kickstand. As Sarah said, we had guests. We had Elaine Avanassia, better known to you as the Ravioli Woman. We had Brett McKinney, who you may remember from his appearance on our show previously, and we had uh, S.J. Santa Cruz, who hasn't been on the show yet. and this just very exciting <laughs> for us. I was going to say, you who you might know,
1: who you might know, <laughs> who is a know. living mystery.
0: Um, it was really fun. We had new segments. We had some some audience interactivity, and uh, we'll be letting you know when it's happening again, which uh, we'll have details hopefully soon for you. But it was a blast, and you should definitely go watch that episode. We will we'll release it in audio form at some point, but it's better to look at.
1: It's better to look at, and who knows when we're going to release the audio episode? Uh, it will be some week when we forget to record again. Uh, But time is meaningless, and you know.
0: (laughs) It's all weird. Uh, Who's to say
1: last week even existed,
0: really? I don't think this whole year will exist. I think when we get to December 31st, it should just, the year should start
1: over. Agreed. Although I would be afraid of the bad luck having a second 2020 would bring upon it upon us. Like, maybe that is the problem. Maybe 2020 is the problem.
0: That makes sense. Like, this is just the year. You know how we all said, like, oh, the Mayans, they said it was going to end in 2012, but then we remembered leap years were a thing, and they weren't then? Maybe that's why. Maybe this is the day on the calendar. Maybe it's all finally... Uh, coming
1: together. It's all coming together.
0: Listen. Thank God there is a distraction from the madness, and it's breaking news That we have here, Uh, we got the scoop. That's right, Elon Musk and Grimes have (laughs) named their child that has been brought to the world, and we have that name for you on the pod. And as soon as we figure out how to fuck to pronounce it, we'll tell you (laughs) what it is.
1: Please take a. Let's take a swing.
0: Let's take a swing at this. Um, Okay, so yeah, I don't know.
1: The, see, see, I'm going to just I'm just going to pull back the curtain for a second. When Talon texted me earlier today and said, "We should talk about Grimes and Elon Musk's baby." I thought he meant just the two of us. No, I wanted this text to be chain, a part But I of didn't this. realize was that this was a pitch for the show. This because is... if I had realized it was a pitch for the show, I would have denied it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um So, let's talk about the name. Let's say. Let's say it out loud, shall we? This was the first thing I just woke up to. This, you know, I like. Drew, my eyes were still a little blurry. I got a notification. I picked up my phone, and it was Twitter news, and it was, you know, Elon Musk and Grimes named their baby. And I looked at it, and I wish I could have just gone back to sleep for the rest of the day. Um, Go ahead
1: and pronounce it. I wanna. I feel like you're trying to buy time. I want you to pronounce it right now.
0: Okay hmm so um, let's okay let me take a, so it's it seems like it's in parts. I don't think it's one consecutive word. I think it's like three names.
1: okay <laughs> Interesting theory interesting theory.
0: Uh, the baby is a boy. it is named. Here's how I'm gonna say it X A A12 How's how'd I do?
1: That's pretty good. I believe that the A-E thing makes a, some sort of she sound. Like she, she, or she. I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, you did a great job. I'm very proud of you. I don't think that they will invite you to be its grand, grandfather. Grandfather. No, it's you don't God. get invited
0: to be a grandfather. You get grandfathered <laughs> into being a Is that how that works? Yeah.
1: I mean, you could, I would, I would guess that probably either Elon Musk's parents or Grimes' parents are probably still alive, and you could probably marry into the family somehow as a grandfather. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't thought about being a musk. I don't know if I
0: want to. Uh, someone else is saying, <laughs> so the A-E is uh, pronounced Ash.
1: Oh, okay. I was wrong, but close.
0: And the <laughs> A-12 is the name of a jet that is uh, yes. also designated... Archangel. So that would make the name X Ash Archangel.
1: I, I hate to stop Ar- you there. Archangel. Yep, Archangel. We're just gonna. Just I don't gonna know my, you tell types you of my
0: angel classifications. I'm sorry.
1: Ah, there's Seraphim. There's there's <laughs> other ones. There's Heralds, probably.
0: Uh, okay, uh, there's
1: yeah, the I'm ones sure. from Supernatural.
0: What about the ones that play baseball? What are those?
1: Uh, those are the ones, Angels in the Outfield.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds yes. right. Um, X Ash Archangel is also gibberish. Someone else said that they thought the X equaled ten, and 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 somehow that equals J. I think the Roman numeral. Is that right? I have no idea how they got J. <laughs> and then the <laughs> A E is like a long, a long A, and then A minus twelve. Somehow they. I I don't know. You, if need, you, to, count letters you need to
1: back out of Musk conspiracy theory Twitter. I think is what you've learned. X
0: equals ten in Roman numerals. Ten isn't an, is an Angel number. You're God. sounding.
1: You're sounding like Jim Carrey in Seven. This, you need to stop.
0: Yeah, I feel like I. Yeah, that's okay. Here's Grimes' official tweet about it, though. Can I read this?
1: No. I'm going
0: to <laughs> X because this is the official definition. I think that's important.
1: Okay. I'm glad, I don't know where you think the overlap of our listeners and people who are interested in this are. You have definitely
0: mentioned Elon Musk and Grimes on this show, so.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: (laughs) This is your fault, if anything.
1: Oh my god.
0: (laughs) X, the unknown variable, cross sword emojis, which is just confusing the matter even more. Uh, The AE thing, (laughs) my elven spelling of I, in parentheses, love and or artificial intelligence. We love it. clearing it up further still. A-12, precursor to SR-17, our favorite aircraft. No weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but non-violent. Plus, A equals Archangel, my favorite song. And then, other parentheses, cross-sword emoji, rat emoji, metal rat. Uh,
1: to be a metal rat...
0: So, hopefully that clears it up. Um, yeah. (laughs) Should we start the show? (laughs) I just want, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because it's just enough (laughs) nonsense to make me forget about the rest of the world right now, and I hope it does the same for you. (laughs) I'm so glad. Let's start the damn show. You caught my grocery line And I fancied myself Craigslist Central Crisis, a deep dive through the meaning of Grimes and Elon Musk's baby name, as no. well as a deep dive through the Misconnection section of America's Favorite List and a deeper dive into ourselves. If you don't know, now you know. The Misconnection section of Craigslist is a place for personal ads about chance encounters. I writers didn't get a chance to act on, so they pose them in the hopes of connecting. I am just I f-
1: that was so fast. I'm
0: just, uh... I'm it's just- not
1: a competition. <laughs> that's where
0: I'm at right now in week eight. I'm just like, let's just do it. Let's just get it done. <laughs> let's just... I'm all about efficiency, baby!
1: Yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of places to be.
0: Yeah, I gotta get back to my Animal Crossing island. They need me.
1: Yeah, you're... I don't know anything about that game, so I'm not Make gonna Make jokes pretend. about it! Like Make jokes about it! Uh, You need to buy some turnips? Oh,
0: that's something you know. There you go.
1: Uh Elijah Wood uh was sure, on for a sure. second. There's a connection. Uh, uh no, he was. Yeah, uh, no, no, Elijah you're right. Wood was. Yeah. I know this. Uh, More. i I'm assuming there's animals. Oh, there's probably that's some three. crossings.
0: Guess what? You are an expert on animal crossing. Thank you. Uh as we mentioned at the top of the show, before we just took a dip to Crazy Town, I'm Talon Bigelow.
1: I'm Sarah Thompson.
0: And uh, we got some misconnections for you. We like to share them with each other and make the other person cold read them. And this is how we do it. Yeah, this show is going to be weird. Buckle up.
1: Buckle up. It's week eight, ladies and gentlemen. I just sent Tolan our first misconnection. Um, something that you might be shocked by is that these have not slowed down in quarantine. Yeah. People are still meeting other people on the streets, which is dangerous, but also exciting. Exciting. Like a man on a motorcycle.
0: I mean, we should say that we, though we have been observing social distancing rules, we did have ourselves a little, uh, in-person connection recently from a safe distance from a very safe distance. And you know what? <laughs> I don't care if the police come and get me. It was worth it. Uh, Aww. It was really fun to be able to see human faces. Yeah. Over your place. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I got a misconnection to read from you. And it starts like this DJ Sweet Snow P would be your PSU. Stage name if you were an 80s hip hop artist bracket and i made it up for you and bracket i was really hoping to have seen you again by now so i could be more bold you probably will not see this but if you do i think you know we have all of the vegetables you like come and visit soon
1: wow <laughs> <laughs> wow what a good reaction oh wow <laughs> i
0: let's let's get into it i really uh you know, I was on the edge of my seat with this whole unorthodox breaking up of the, the structure between the title and the body here.
1: <laughs> yeah, what, uh, I believe they call that enjambment when Shakespeare does it, when they, uh, <laughs> you have a single line, but the line continues on to the next line of poetry. So we're going to go ahead and call this the Shakespeare of Craigslist.
0: The Shakespeare of Craigslist of the Portland State University area.
1: Uh, DJ Sweet Snow P.
0: DJ Sweet Snow P. Would be your stage name if you're an '80s hip hop artist. Okay, that is a little long for an '80s hip hop artist. You know, I mean, you got too many things in there. I think
1: DJ SSP. I just even
0: I maybe just get rid of the DJ. You know, SS, and, SSP. And you know, does
1: does it need to be a sweet and snow and P? It's just, just a, a lot of adjectives.
0: Is that is a sweet? I know sweet peas are a thing. I know
1: snow peas are a thing.
0: Is a sweet snow pea a thing?
1: I think if you want it to be. I, mean, I, I think if you're an 80s hip hop artist, yes. I don't know.
0: I think 80s hip hop artists had a little more logic behind their names. They had story, they have meaning. You're not just they're not just throwing together types of vegetables and forming, you know, abhorrations against vegetable society.
1: They're not just picking random letters and numbers and putting them together and making them a baby name. That's not that's not what they're doing
0: (laughs) don't bring ex ash archangel into this
1: i'm not (laughs) but Uh, he will
0: probably drop some sick mixtapes one day do
1: you think it's just gonna go
0: by like i don't know larry ash oh like david bowie's son is named ziggy but he doesn't go by it
1: really no
0: it goes by duncan jones
1: that's famed film
0: director duncan jones
1: don't know who that is
0: directed the World of Warcraft movie.
1: Oh, yes, world-famous World of Warcraft
0: He did other things. He did other things, (laughs) but that is one of them.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, DJ Sweet Snow P would be your stage name. (laughs) I like that they had to clarify, and I made it up for you. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I didn't um that's not like an existing one. Like I made that up. I for didn't you. like
0: plug it into a 80s hip hop artist name generator. I that came from my own brain.
1: Because I think you're a sweet snow pea.
0: What do you think they mean by we have all of the vegetables you like?
1: I I don't know. I really don't know. I was trying to think of what I would think that the sexiest vegetable is. Ooh. Like, what vegetable would be most enticing to me in a sexual way?
0: What'd you land on?
1: Well, I... You can't go with something, you know, basic like a zucchini. Like, yes, we get it. It's phallic, hilarious, amazing. Let's transcend as people a little bit here, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, I was thinking, you know, what's got a sexy shape? You know, I'm still in the squash family. I think something like a... Like a squash. They got curves,
0: Definitely, yeah. A they squ- got a round I was, bottom. I was thinking of squashes for sure. Um, okay,
1: if we were both thinking of it, then, then it must be has true. to be the sexiest <laughs> vegetable.
0: Squashes in general, yeah, they are. They're curvy. They are. Uh, you. <laughs> that's. They.
1: You walk into a kitchen, a squash is looking like that. What you gonna do? You know what I mean? <laughs> do you remember when that meme was a thing?
0: What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, double-cheeked up on a Tuesday, you know, walk into the kitchen. That squash is looking real sexy. What are you going (laughs) to do?
0: Squash, so we agree. I mean, is there a hierarchy of sexiness of squashes? Like, all squashes are, um, I'm going to use the phrase baddies because it's a term I just learned.
1: (laughs) Okay, Grandpa. All
0: squashes are baddies, but, uh... (laughs) Which one's the baddest, you know?
1: I think the baddest is is the gooseneck. The long Whoa. the long necked you know what I'm saying? Like a long neck, you know what I'm saying? I think a
0: butternut. I mean, first of all, it's got butt and nut in the title.
1: <laughs> it's it's head and shoulders above any other squash just for the fact that it has butt and nut in the <laughs> neck.
0: We solved it. We cracked it. End of list. We
1: cracked it. Honestly, do we even need to go on? I think that the wraps up the pod made. for today. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. So we found it. The sexiest, the sexiest vegetable.
1: The sexiest vegetables. Uh,
0: I mean, this I r- will
1: say what's a pretty sexy vegetable is when people make instruments out of vegetables and then play music on those vegetables.
0: Oh man! I'm referencing
1: specifically that man who played. Yeah uh all-star on squash
0: (laughs) man can you imagine being serenaded on the sexiest vegetable with like fucking careless whisper or something on a squash
1: i'm not even wearing i my my panties have flown across the room already i'm not wearing anything
0: yeah that did that to you you're welcome that
1: it did thank you i appreciate it i'm never gonna
0: dance again
1: Mm -mm -mm. hey do you have one for me
0: Yeah, I do. I do have one for you. Here you go. It's coming at ya.
1: It's coming at ya.
0: Sorry, I got a little distracted thinking of sexy squashes.
1: Yeah, that happens to the best of us. Yeah, so it does.
0: Um, Yeah, so I'm sending one your way right now. And (laughs) I realize this one, it's not the kind I would normally go for. Because I think it's kind of using the site incorrectly.
1: Um
0: but uh you know what? I think it's okay. Like who am I to be picky? Let's just Okay. Let's let's represent Craigslist as a whole and not cherry and pick and not it. just
1: I mean we do cherry pick we the do best, often but, pick it, but we'll just say that we're being fair. <clears throat> Kimberly, a decade worth of regret. Kimberly, been ten years and I regret my decision as you said I would. I would love to reconnect with you. Find out how you're doing. Ten years is a long time and a lot changes. Some things don't. A song by Muse. Bloody noses. The color red all have meaning. Drop me a line. See. Are they a vampire? Are they trying to say they're a vampire? There was that Muse song (laughs) in the Twilight soundtrack. Which, can, I'm just, we're going off. Sarah's going off. Let's do it. Stephanie Meyer posted a mysterious countdown on oh, her website.
0: We, we know what this is.
1: The mysterious countdown turned out to be yep, which I thought already existed. Am I insane or did that already exist? I a don't re- think it existed. I think it did. Didn't she release that already? Maybe I heard. feel like so.
0: Let's say what it is for those okay uninitiated. Okay, so
1: so it's <laughs> so it's Twilight, but rewritten from Edward's point of view, and I swear to all that is holy in this world that, that she already released that I don't know if it was it ever was,
0: released as like a full on book but I mean she released the first Twilight sub <laughs> on her like on her fanfic site right? Like,
1: yeah well, yeah, well, because, okay, or,
0: I need no, I need some no,
1: hards no. to back me up here, because to be fair, I was really into Twilight when they came out, let me tell you, it was the first time reading books had been cool in my entire life, and as a book reader, boy, was I ready to hop on that bandwagon, <laughs> any bandwagon that made books cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I swear to God, this has already been released. The cover, a la Twilight, so the original Twilight cover was two pale hands holding a red apple, I tell you now This version Was two pale hands Holding a green apple And I swear to god She already released it And uh, I feel like I'm having a stroke <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is this a Berenstain like- Bears stain Bears thing
1: it- is. no it absolutely is so and i need i Mandela need yeah. a twi hard to back me up on this we know some
0: we could ask like you could text one now if you really wanted
1: answers i i will ask a twi a fellow twi hard and we won't wait on the answer but okay. i'm just here to say okay if you remember this please message us
0: yeah hit us up
1: i just i am gonna lose my Fucking mind if nobody backs me up on this. I swear to God (laughs) it already existed and I feel like I'm losing my mind. Is this
0: like a good concept too? This is basically Twilight one and a half. It's the Lion King one and a half of the Twilight franchise. Is that interesting? Like, what are we going to find out? What's
1: new here? It's not. It's (laughs) not interesting. I will say that somebody made the really good point of perhaps they will. Oh, I found it.
0: (laughs) Oh. Oh.
1: Okay. Life and Death, Twilight Reimagined... What? Was a gender... Wait. What?
0: What is this? What? Tell me what you're seeing.
1: This isn't what I thought it was at all. oh <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I'm getting too deep into Twilight fandom. We- is
0: this is a deep dive. Life and
1: Death... Okay, Life and Death, Twilight Reimagined is a young adult vampire romance novel by Stephanie Meyer. However, this story is a gender-swapped retelling of the first book of the Twilight series and introduces Bo Swan and... Edith Cullen in uh. place of Bella and Edward, so it wasn't from Edward's point of view. It was a gender swapped version of. Wow. I'm my I'm just blown away. What? And it is it is the hands <laughs> pale hands holding a green apple, and I'm glad I remembered that.
0: What? Wow. Okay. Yeah. What a what a money grab. Like <laughs> what if what if J.K. Rowling just went off and was like, uh, I have a new book. It's called. Uh, it's called. Door. What is an age? I really
1: hate to. I really hate to break this to you, but I mean, J.K. Rowling kind of did do the same thing when she released books that were like ghost-written, that were books that were in her book. I feel like what that's do you mean, like the, the little, thing.
0: like I had the like thirty-page Quidditch like,
1: through the Ages. Yeah, I had and those. Care and keeping magic Those the were not so much
0: money grabs. They were like five bucks.
1: <laughs> oh, those were money grabs through yeah. and through. I, I actually. Learned.
0: Got something out of those. You know, I got something out of those books.
1: And you know what? J.K. Rowling got something out of those books, too. More money.
0: You're right. She got money for him. And I'm not defending J.K. Rowling. I don't think she's a great person by any means, but I don't think it was a money grab as much as gender swapping the book and making it not different at all except for what's in their pants.
1: I'm just here to say, I'm glad I was not imagining that yeah <laughs> I'm so glad to find that this was that I did not just have a stroke as a young adult yeah and completely fictionalize the existence of this uh this green apple twilight book
0: I'm glad you feel vindicated I still think it's a weird <laughs> choice um, oh
1: nobody's arguing it's not so
0: are they gonna make the movie of twilight from Edward's perspective how did they do- I want them to just reshoot everything I don't want them to use any Old footage from a different perspective. No, I know movies no. do that a lot. They should I just would, redo it.
1: I would love now Chris, Kristen Stewart and now yes. uh, Robert Pattinson to have to be in it also. Because they signed, there was like some secret clause in yeah. their contracts that's like, you must until the end of time be <laughs> these characters.
0: Yeah. As far as this franchise is concerned, it is, you're going to be, with Mark Hamill's here, you know? You're just going to be used up until you're gray. That's the way and then you're
1: going to just have one of my least favorite. He just disappeared. That was so dumb. <laughs> okay, we're not going to talk about it. I have a lot of feelings about the Star Wars franchise. You have a lot of feelings about the Star Wars franchise. We're not going to bring it up. It's been a very heated topic in my life.
0: Sure.
1: Let's talk about Kimberly. Kimberly and a decade worth of regret here. We got, I'm sorry, I got very off track. This is
0: a deep dive, but sometimes we just miss. You know, we jump off the diving board, and we just, our trajectory goes a little off course.
1: Yeah, instead of jumping into the swimming pool, we accidentally jump into the giant pile of feces sitting next to the swimming pool.
0: (laughs) We jump off the diving board, and we accidentally hit the second less high diving board, and it just really hurts on the way down.
1: (laughs) It's so bad. Oh,
0: belly flop right (laughs) into the pool.
1: And then the cute lifeguard that we thought we were flirting with, even though they're like 18 and I'm like 6. Yeah. Eight, 10. Let's say 10. Sure. 6 okay. is 2. Sure. That's creepy.
0: Did the Sandlock <laughs> give you weird, like, sexy lifeguard fantasies too?
1: Was there a, Oh! No. No, it didn't. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't really have a sexy lifeguard fantasy. I don't I didn't I was really just think projecting. about it until
0: right now, but I'm like, you know what? That movie might have made me think, yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Hey, you know it's like your ultimate fantasy? A squash dressed as a lifeguard. Mm. Being Sarah, forced to give you mouth-to-mouth. Stop it.
0: We're recording.
1: Too arousing. You are
0: distracting me. So, Kimberly. Ten years. That's Isn't a long it,
1: time. Uh, yeah, it's a long time, and it's very vindicating for the opening line of this to be, Kimberly, Ben, ten years, and I regret my decision, as, as you said I would. Oof. What person doesn't want to hear... Like, you don't even have to say, I told you so. Like, the other person is like, you told me so. Like, that is, that's hot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love
1: being told I'm right.
0: Especially 10 years after the fact. There's been so much, like, this has probably been something that Kimberly has, like, had feelings about. And maybe she's moved on. I'm sure she has. But, like, still, there's that part of you that's like... God, I can't believe that asshole C. I can't believe him. And I, I, uh, you know, all that. And then 10 years later to get a, you were right. And I was wrong. Oh, oh. What a
1: release. What a release. Speaking of gratification. Whew. Yeah. That would be like orgasmic levels of release.
0: (laughs) I think, yeah, the weight off of Kimberly's shoulders that must have fallen off. massive
1: what song by muse do you think they were yeah let's solve the puzzle (laughs) yeah
0: i said massive um (laughs) a song by muse bloody noses the color red this is like a karnak the, the the johnny carson bit you know i'm gonna he holds the envelope to his head and he says the things he says like the the answer and then he opens it up and reads the question you know that bit
1: not at all. No? Okay.
0: Well, it was this <laughs> thing Johnny Carson did. But this feels like that. Like, he holds the Fun. envelope to his head, and then he would say, The uh, the color red. A song by Muse. A bloody, a bloody nose. And then he would open the envelope, and it would be the thing that brings all these things together. Got
1: it, got it, got it, got it, got, so got it. Got what it, is it, that it, thing?
0: It, it. If we are... The color red. A song by Muse. A bloody nose. What, yeah, what I think I Muse covered
1: anymore? it. Things that Twilight fans... Get hard over.
0: (laughs) Um, do you think...
1: Although, to be perfectly honest, the Twilight soundtracks absolutely slap. They 100% slap. Yeah, sure.
0: I've heard good things.
1: Alright. It's fine.
0: I watched a couple Twilight movies, you know?
1: Well, congratulations. You know what? I
0: tried. I tried to read the book. Little known fact about me. I gave it a chance.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I read all of them. Multiple times. If you could see how creased my copy of Twilight <laughs> is, you would be upset. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I... I
1: probably underlined passages in it, if we're being perfectly honest.
0: Woof. I, uh, I couldn't get very far into it, but I didn't want to be just a jerk who had an uneducated opinion. Even as a kid, I was like, I should at least give it a fair shot. And, uh, didn't grab me. Didn't grab me.
1: It's fine. I don't think you were exactly its target audience. So, this to be fair. This
0: is true. But, God, do you know what it was like to be growing Tell up when it. every girl in that school, at a time when I'm very interested in girls suddenly, is talking about how good this book is?
1: Yeah, I do know what that's like, Tolan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, gender swap it, like Stephanie Meyer did, you know?
1: Yeah, I do know what that's like, Tolan. <laughs> I was deep in it. Okay. I've got another misconnection for you. Alright, give it to me. I did.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> mean, metaphorically. Anything you need to say? Oh. Or should, I, should I just go for it? No, 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 please. Okay. You said, cute guy by the exit. Vancouver. As you were leaving the store, you commented that the exit would be easy to find if the cashier had just said to turn left next to the cute guy. You made my day. It had been a rough day of dealing with mostly jerks and self-entitled a-holes. And your comment brightened my day. Thank you. Little acts of kindness go a long way. And that is from Vancouver.
1: Just to make it clear, we are allowed to say asshole on our own (laughs) podcast, but Tolan was trying to stay true to the source material, which did say a-hole.
0: It says a-holes.
1: A holes is also an acceptable reading.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. No, hmm.
1: I mean, that's cute. I just, it's smooth. That was super smooth. I just thought that was a great example. Like, I mean, yeah. If somebody said that to me, I would be so smitten with that. Yeah, you would. Yeah, that's smooth as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Would that not make you blush and giggle? If somebody oh, said, yeah. oh my god, it would have been so much easier to find the door if somebody had just said it was next to the cute person.
0: Yeah. You know what? You're right. That would be nice. I wish someone would, and now I'm sad that no one has.
1: I'm sorry. Well, I you are telling this. It would have been so much easier to... Uh, if, 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 Don't even try. Like, you spent uh, too much time... I'm sorry. It's just, we're not in the occupying the same physical space so it's harder i'm sorry <laughs> yeah
0: it's fair that's fine
1: you just wait i'm gonna hold on to that and in like 10 years i'll make that comment and you'll <laughs> be like oh you'll flutter your eyelashes and be like it finally happened
0: that 10 year buildup, that that, that marvel cinematic universe length of build-up will just uh,
1: yes. and it'll pay off so much better than those films did
0: huh. we're not gonna, get into, we're not gonna get into that either we're not gonna get
1: into that either Um, I also like that this person had to be instructed how to leave the grocery store.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm sorry, that's just really funny to me. That they couldn't find their way out of a grocery store and had to ask the cashier how to leave. I've definitely, like,
0: been in some stores where you assume the exit is just the entrance, and then you go that way and it just doesn't work for whatever reason. You're, like, rerouted and you're like, what, what, why not, what? I thought, I definitely, like, here's the the other part of that is, like, I will make that exit, realize I'm going out the way I didn't want to go, but I am not gonna just turn around and go back into the store (laughs) with my bag of groceries now? You kidding me? I have to walk all the way around the entire grocery store now because i fucked up. (laughs) I refuse to look like I fucked up.
1: I, too, have been lost in a grocery store when I was six.
0: Well, so... I'm not, I wasn't lost in the store. That's different. <laughs> I can get <laughs> my Sounds way to little get bit services. Sounds like you were
1: lost in a store. No,
0: no, that's not what I said. Okay. It's different. I just went out the wrong way. Okay. That's, it's different. Now, if you want to judge me for never remembering where I parked and having to, like, walk around in the city for a half hour to find my car, then that's different. That will, I'll give you that. You can do that.
1: That, that you'll take. That I'll
0: take. That is a criticism I deserve.
1: Alright, you got another one for me? I do got another
0: one for you. Let
1: me send oh me my more. god, what a bounty of misconnections we've got today. Yeah, good, good batch.
0: Uh, this one actually comes from our friend, Warren McHenry, who uh, I believe is still looking for a job, so hey, listen, if you're,
1: if you're, god. Go, <laughs> whole, go back and listen to our resume episode, yeah. it's. It's a wonderful way to get to know Warren and his uh, marketable skills.
0: Yeah, just bad timing, you know? You'll be jobless and then a pandemic gets. It's like, oh no. Oh boy.
1: (laughs) Okay. I looking for a girl I can hold hands has to be like a model. That looks great in a bikini. Are you the one message me if you want to? Message back in forth. I am waiting. Message me. They do say that if you're trying to make a convincing argument, you should tap your call to action twice. And let me tell you, <laughs> this guy did it. You weren't going to write him
0: after the first time he said to message him, but after the second time, you're Mm-mm. like,
1: well, I might. People, people have brains like like sponges, full of holes, but also slightly absorbent. So you just have to make sure... You're, yeah. you're tapping things twice. This guy went to marketing school, you can tell. <laughs> well, uh,
0: I, <laughs> Why? I guess I've known Why would my fair share tone? of marketers who don't know how to spell.
1: That's what copywriters are for. Ding, ding, ding. Boom.
0: That's true. That's true. Uh, Roasted. What do we think a binkini looks like? I've heard of a burkini. I think a
1: binkini, I think, horrifyingly, the only thing I can think of as a binkini is like a binky bikini... Ugh. So, like, it's uh, attached to your mouth somehow. Or
0: maybe, like, right on the nipple or just, like, two pacifiers.
1: Oh, no, that's worse. Well... That's way worse. A bikini, That would be a fun play on words. A bikini made of binkies.
0: As a... Or a binky made of bikinis. It'd be a nice, like, recycled uh, material, you know? Like, we had all these b- b- bikinis no one wants... But know what the world needs more of? Pacifiers.
1: <laughs> I don't, don't think you should make binkies out of swimsuit material. I'm just going to say it.
0: Oh, but we're allowed to make bottles out of grass. That's fine.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I'm allowed to I have will- a straw made of sugar? I'll, yeah. oh, I, oh, I'm supposed to have uh, shoes made out of plastic bottles. That's okay. But, nope, we draw the line... At using clothes that have been on exclusively on people's naughty bits to make stuff babies put in their mouths—that's where we draw the line.
1: <laughs> I hate this. I hate it.
0: You did it.
1: I did not. <laughs> I did not. I was gonna say the very uninteresting fact that I don't have a lot of memories from my childhood. I just—I'm bad at remembering. I have no memory of anything ever, but I do remember one of the one of the few things I remember from childhood is the day my parents took my binky away. <laughs>
0: ooh, really?
1: Like, the last time I was allowed to have one. Oh, before no, my no. parents were like, ooh, this is gonna fuck your teeth up.
0: Yeah. Well, I never... I don't remember much of a, uh, having a binky, but know what I did have? It was my Tell thumb.
1: Ah. I, uh,
0: I had that guy and, and relied on him for my binky needs for far too long. <laughs> and
1: Don't like the way you're talking about your thumb as though it's a person.
0: Braces became all but an an absolute necessity by the time I got down to my dentist what had been going on all these years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And now look at your teeth. You got a million dollar smile.
0: Yeah.
1: Wait, grin grin at me. You do have very straight teeth. Braces, man. Oh.
0: They were pretty messed up by sucking my foam for too long. My parents even like, they put a thimble on it. I don't know what that did, like Nothing.
1: That's a choke. That's called a choking hazard. That didn't,
0: that didn't work Your at all. Your child
1: m- won't suck their thumb anymore because they've inhaled a small metal object. Yeah. What are,
0: Thimbles, what are you doing? I know you're for people who sew things, but, like, who does that anymore? Uh. <laughs> they, I think they did try the thing where they put, like, you know, like, not, like, something super hot, but, like, pepper on it. You know, like, something that, like, I wouldn't
1: like. Not pleasant. Not pleasant. Yeah, if they had just, like, Put your well if you or me and they just put your thumb in like bananas.
0: Not yep. solved. Sure. Um,
1: hey, I've got another misconnection for you. Thank God. Go ahead, check it out. Uh, this one we might need to do a little bit of a reenactment because I just I just want to experience it for myself. So go ahead and read it, and then we'll we'll take it to the streets. You know. Okay,
0: sounds good. Here we go. Not what I expected. Oh, see. Sorry for my audible trailing, oh, after you said, my wife. It is my hope that she was gracious to you for buying her beer after you spent your entire day working. My huge crush must be suppressed forever as it feels morally wrong to say you to your face that I'm so attracted to you. I'm telling Craigslist because, honestly, it kind of aches. Not being able to tell to say so in person, my line is always open though.
1: Okay, okay. here's where <laughs> I just want to live in this for sure, just sure, a second. Sure, 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 sure. Um, do you mind, Tallin, just like giving me a sentence that ends that is somewhere in it innocuously has my wife in it? Like it doesn't have to be the subject of the sentence. anything, just like slip it in somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Cool. 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 Cool.
0: Cool. Let <clears throat> me the character here. <clears throat> So, uh, yeah, anyway, like, we've been watching a new Westworld, me and my wife, and I don't think... Oh.
1: That... <laughs> y- yeah? Like...
0: Do you not like Westworld? Or...
1: What's, uh, what's I... up? what <laughs> Just, that's... That ain't subtle. Nah, you know?
0: Nah. Can I we reverse it? I want to try and see how subtle I can be.
1: Okay. Okay. So, Ye- yeah, yeah. So you do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I bought this new vase last week, but I've had to keep it in my car because my wife doesn't ah, want fuck. me putting it in. <laughs> ah,
0: shit. You, ah no. Fuck. Ah. damn ah, d- sorry, I mean nothing. Nothing. D- please. <laughs> what were you saying? Ah, fuck me.
1: <laughs> That's really good. Yeah.
0: yeah. God, it's very hard to <laughs> be I mean, I, this is definitely like a
1: <laughs> this is
0: a moment I I think I could say I've lived through. Um, it's no secret that I've gone to I went to Portland State University, which is not your typical mm-hmm. uh, college experience. I would say it's it's very mm. you know atypical in a lot of ways. But one thing I I remember clearly just having feelings about was like the diversity of age in my classes, and I'm like mm. you know a freshman in college. It's my first year at college, I'm like, ah, there's going to be people here. Maybe, maybe there'll be girls in my class that are cute and I can talk to. And I, like, have the distinct memory of, like, being sat next to a girl and like, oh, she's, she's kind of cute. I think she's kind of cute. And then, like, coming to realize that she was wearing a wedding ring and being like, wait, wait, (laughs) wait, and then later realizing, oh, she's, like, much older than me and, like, has a, has a life. (laughs) And a, and a husband? And, like, a house? I mean, the,
1: the proper reaction to that would have been in the middle of class, noticing she had a wedding ring, going, Oh fuck! Yeah,
0: anyway, for this group of no! Ah, like, damn it! <laughs> Nothing, sorry. I will
1: say, I will say I definitely have had that experience with people, but never out loud. <laughs> in fact, I think my reaction... I have, like, the opposite reaction of, like, if there's, like, someone I think is cute and I'm, like, talking to them and it comes out that they have a partner in whatever capacity, is I just, I just really am like, oh, oh my God, you have a partner, that's great, (laughs) tell me more about them, I would love to have this knife twisted in me, (laughs) and I think that that's just, I just, (laughs)
0: yeah
1: that's my reaction, obviously this person... I feel like has a little bit of a, more of a sane reaction, if sure. inappropriate, more sane. Oh,
0: um, I gotta say, and I, I, you know, genders are stupid. But me being uh, a straight guy, uh, sometimes it felt like women who assumed I'd be attracted to women would just sprinkle in these details because they really didn't want me to pursue them, and I get that. <laughs> But there was definitely times where it was like that was not on my mind at all, and it feels very clear that that's what you did. <laughs> I just feel like talking to them about like I don't know what they were eating, whatever, no boring stuff. And they'd be like, oh yeah, this is a this is a cucumber sandwich. My husband made it for me. Um, he's really great. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Okay, this is now
1: it. dawning on me that there was a time like you were talking about. Like there was a time in my college experience where that did happen. <laughs> But it was very weird. It was, like, somebody I worked at, um, I worked at a college radio station with for a long time. And we had, like, uh, we'd taken the class together. And um, I would not say that I was attracted to him or I don't think I was giving any signals to him. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of a buffoon, though, so who knows? Uh, But we had, like early morning shows right after each other like he had like 2 to 4 a.m and I had like 4 to 6 a.m so we would like swap over and while we were swapping over we'd like hang out for a bit blah 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 and so we were like getting to be good friends and then I I don't know what flipped the switch but there was suddenly a switch flipped (laughs) where he would just talk about his fiance all the time Uh, all of a sudden and I was like oh no that's nice like that's awesome dude like I'm so glad. Like, I hope I get to meet her sometime. You should bring her on the show. And it was, uh, very uncomfortable. And then only later did I realize he was doing that (laughs) because something had happened and I was too oblivious to see what it was.
0: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. It's a weird thing. Like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh man. What do you want to do for this assignment? I can't stay out too late though. I got to get back to my husband. We're very monogamous.
1: (laughs) Damn. Damn. Anyway, I would never be seen with you otherwise
0: if we weren't doing a group assignment together. That's the only reason you and I are here together at this (laughs) school cafe. Um, So, yeah, tell me about the work you want to do separately from each other and be graded for the same.
1: I mean, my first question to somebody who was like, oh, like, I'm going to, I have to get home soon because I got to go hang out with my wife. My first question would be like, nah, y'all monogamous? Yeah.
0: Hey, uh, can can I dip into that or what?
1: Yeah, hey, like, how open is that, you know?
0: Yeah, y'all swing?
1: I'm not, I'm not trying to steal anyone from anyone, I'm just saying.
0: You two go to the Neapolitan ice
1: cream has three flavors, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, don't knock until you try it, you know what I'm saying?
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, tell me
0: about it. Would I like her? Yeah? mm Yeah? You know
1: Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Sorry, I'm just like, all of these social situations are running through my head now. Of like, oh, yeah, I've got to go like, hang out with my wife. And then you being like, yeah, would I like her? Yeah, describe like, her to me what? in detail.
0: Start at the bottom.
1: Oh, <laughs> is she shaped like a squash? Yeah. What kind of squash so, would you say she is?
0: Butternut? Spaghetti? What have we working with here? Gooseneck? Gooseneck? Uh,
1: gooseneck?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, is there anything else to say about this? Listen, person... You're allowed to yeah, you're allowed to hang out with this person. Look, have we, have we' heard of this, the term emotionally cheating. This is a thing people throw out. It said a lot on the Bachelor franchise of television. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's a bunch of fooey, but uh, it really depends on, I guess, where you are in your relationship with your person, if you are a very monogamous, twosome.
1: That then, was a hot take that you just dropped in the middle of this podcast. I'm dropping... Like you don't think emotional cheating is real?
0: I think it's as real as you... Th- um, if, as you... <laughs> as you think it is. You know? Oh, what a non-answer. Well, I'll, I'll dive into it. I think if you are a couple that is secure and... If you're a monog... If monogamy is your thing, and you are totally in... in like, don't want the person you're with... To even, like, look at another person. Then, yeah, I guess emotional cheating for you would be a very real thing. (laughs) But.
1: That's intense. I think emotional cheating is real. I think that you can cheat on your partner without, so you think that the, so. Yeah. Ask away. So. (laughs) I'm sorry, trying to formulate this question. (laughs) This is not a gotcha moment. I'm not trying to trap you. I'm honestly curious. (laughs) So, if you think that emotional cheating is not real, Mm -hmm. then the only kind of cheating that quote-unquote counts, which is obviously the wrong word to (laughs) use here, but the only type of cheating that counts would be physical cheating?
0: I think if you are in a relationship where both parties feel that it needs to be like monogamous to survive yes oh um okay well i mean no not that it's the only one that counts i think in that one yeah someone could definitely be turned off by you getting your emotional needs met by someone else but Mm -hmm. i think that it's also kind of crazy to i don't know stick with one individual for a lifetime. It's just, it's it's silly to imagine that you're never going to be attracted to another person or you're never going to oh, not well, get yeah. things from, from other people that you don't get from your partner because one person's not going to be totally fulfilling in every way.
1: That is true. That is true. Yeah, I will just saying that I would just argue to that <laughs> <laughs> that uh, having, like... Having your needs met by somebody outside of your immediate partnership doesn't always count as cheating. Right. Especially if it's been discussed before. So so what... So I think, like, that's something different. What
0: signifies that it has become emotional cheating then at that point? So...
1: I think... Well, yeah. I think that is a good question. Like, how would you define emotional cheating? I think the that's line. a great question. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if I know the answer to that, mainly because I am a no-way relationship <laughs> <laughs> expert. Uh, but, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, to me, that would be something that, like, that's a really good question. (laughs) What is emotional cheating? Like, like if you are turning to someone outside your partner for, like,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I I would say the people I have heard say it, both in person and on The Bachelor or... Or um, I'm glad you're the, sample bachelor is the bachelor presents. Listen to your yes. heart.
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes. Um, the people <laughs> I've heard consider it like an issue and a very real thing are people who desire only monogamy, and if you so much as like look at another woman as anything less than uh, or anything more than just, I guess, a, a pile of flesh and bones, then. Then it's an issue. Like
1: that was the worst way to put that. I, it that probably makes was. People sound like a serial killer.
0: It's fine. I, I think bottom line, relationships have the rules that the people in it get to make, and they should make together. And if you decide on rules and then break them, that is where the issue is. But if you know, if those rules aren't necessarily talked about, there might be some weird fuzziness because lines have not been drawn clearly.
1: You might have some deeper problems, then, if you haven't talked about it.
0: If you haven't talked about it, then, then yeah, well, what kind of relationship is this, you know? You gotta trust yeah. your partner, or partners.
1: Oh.
0: To, to, what?
1: Your partner, your partner, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i just being late from the misconnection i'm wow. sorry no, i'm sorry no, it, no, it, it took me a minute again we're it was in a good joke just it was a really good joke it was really good and
0: other people smarter than me and maybe years from now or months from now people <laughs> who are not in their eighth week of quarantine are gonna listen to that and laugh in a way that i did not just now
1: yeah <laughs> but it was really good
0: <laughs> and uh you should be proud you should be really proud
1: Thank you. Hey, do you have one good final one to send to us after we do our credits?
0: Uh, you know, I think I do have that. I did just send you one, but I have another one that might be better as a final one. So let me send that your way. Um, let me actually, let me think about which one I prefer.
1: Okay, you know what? I'll do the outro while you send me the one you want. You,
0: you I got some debating to do, and you go ahead.
1: All right. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Craig's Essential Crisis. If you like what you heard, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast on the iTunes. Nope.
0: Ooh, not so easy, the... is it?
1: Oh, stop <laughs> it. You have a script and I don't. Yeah. The Apple Podcast app. Go ahead and subscribe to us. Uh, write us a review. If it's a five-star review and you write it tall and we'll read whatever you want us to say on the air. Uh, And I will sit there judgmentally and snort. Please make me Um, read
0: words.
1: (laughs) Uh, Please also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We release content there. And as we mentioned, right now we have a live show um, that has been posted on our Facebook. So definitely check that out when you get the chance. it's on our
0: Facebook or you can find it at twitch.tv slash kickstandcomedy. Only through Saturday. And I am not sure at which point on Saturday it will disappear. Um, so, just do
1: it right just now. It right just now. get back to back double creature feature. It's a two
0: hour video for the first for hour. You'll see which one it is. Don't panic because it's two hours and be like, God, I think I have to like plan my bathroom breaks. No, it's just a first. It's only hour. an
1: hour. It's okay. It's just one hour. There's
0: another show after us, and you should also watch them and support the Kickstarter because they're doing great work too.
1: But no pressure. No pressure. But support pressure.
0: Us first, and then, yeah. Uh, Everyone else. And we should also thank our good pal, Rosie Sherman. For writing and performing our theme song week in and week out, uh, her Instagram is at Hey Check her out. She's also doing some really fun illustrations on there, and has been doing a weekly. Uh, it's on. It's a Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, Sunday. This is church now. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is your new church. This is not your granddad's church. Um, she's been doing a weekly <laughs> drawing show on Instagram Live, and you know, maybe if you ask nicely, she'll draw you, and then you can. Support her in other ways. Anyway, she's awesome.
1: <laughs> that was a really good plug. That was a really good plug.
0: Uh, yeah, we're really going loosey-goosey here. And again, if you have a misconnection Connection story you want to send us, or if you want to, uh, <laughs> answer any of our questions that we have posed to you throughout the course of this episode, um get back to us. You can hit us up on our social media accounts or you can write us an email at at com. That's pod at gmail.com That one kind of went off the rails. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it was good. Okay. Our next episode is going to be out in a week. We are doing this weekly for the time being from the comfort of our home in quarantine. It'll be month three. What? Uh, what the hell is going to be next?
1: Well, what will we debate then? You know?
0: We uh you know, what's coming after murder hornets, do you think? You know, we had aliens last month. Now we have murder hornets. I oh, know.
1: Something's going to rise from the ocean. Great
0: flood. Ooh, Kraken. Sea beast.
1: Some something something. wet.
0: Ugh. <laughs> Every it's like a Doctor Who episode. It's the monster of the month on Earth right now. Um anyway. Any anything you want to plug? I think I might have something to plug?
1: Yeah, go plug your thing, because I'm not doing anything.
0: Great, cool. <laughs> uh, I was just a guest on the podcast Panel Up, which is a pop culture uh, review show, and I was on the latest episode it just dropped earlier today, or if you are listening yesterday. Um, we ranked the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, which for me was oh like God. taking my 23 children out back and ordering them from best to worst. And even though there are some of them you know, like, obviously are going to be at the end and get the short end of the stick, uh, it was really the favorites I I felt bad about pinning against each other. So, if that sounds interesting to you, you can check that out. Panel Up is the name of the show. And uh, to close us out, we're going to read one more Misconnection. Sarah, I sent you two. I want you to read the first part of the second one, because the rest of it, I think, gives out some personal info. We don't do that (laughs) on this show. Not here. So go ahead and close us out.
1: Age underscore no underscore problem. Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. My age 29, but I am so sexy, so I think age no problem. I can host. Like us hook up in a public place, have some drinks. Please be disease-free and ready now for sex. I'm, Message here at B. Oh, beep.
0: no! No! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Colin Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been... existential existential
1: crisis crisis. bye
0: age no problem do you think like he's saying I'm so sexy that my age won't
1: matter I think that's what he's saying
0: I'm 29 which looks I know that's fucking horrendous but um don't worry I'm I'm so sexy
1: basically a hag
0: yeah I'm basically dead god I turned 29 in literally like 20 days so (laughs) that's heartening